Hello, Pleasure Town listeners. This is Trisha Bobita from Nerdette. Why are you hearing my voice right now? Well, this is an extra special episode of Pleasure Town, and I wanted to make sure you knew the best way to listen is with headphones. You can listen however you want, but trust me, on this episode, you'll want headphones. Okay, bye. From WBEZ Chicago and the lies we tell ourselves, this is Pleasure Town. In the late 1800s, two visionaries claimed a parcel of Oklahoma land. They had a dream to build a community for pleasure seekers. Before long, the settlement grew into a sanctuary for outlaws and artists. But after flourishing, it fell. And now, decades later, the town lies buried in the red dirt, but not even death can silence the residents' stories. So, put on your headphones and hear their tales as we hold tight to Pleasure Town. You must know my life, just as it was for me. Only I could hear the sparrow, a bird that lived within my mind. Mother and father sent me away. I was a disgrace to them. I was twenty. Soon after, the sparrow was replaced by voices. Voices only I could hear... It is unlike me to lose my head, but this is a matter of grave importance, one that comes just as much of a shock to me as it does to you. A shock? This is no mere shock. It is a bolt of lightning. You've promised this... Excuse me, miss. (gasps) Oh, fish hook. Oh, miss, I'm right sorry to have startled you. No. No bother, I assure you. I'm afraid I got myself all turned around up here. I'm supposed to meet a fella. Reckon you could point me to a Mr. Featherbone's room? Oh, yes, of course. Three doors down on the left. Oh, much obliged, miss. So- sorry again for the fright. Despite the unfortunate turn, there is a silver lining, one that directly affects you and your livelihood. All right, then. What? No. No, it isn't possible. Mm, not now. I need to think. I'm only here to help, Remy. Only one of you, then? Am I not enough? Do you need all of us here to tell you what you're already thinking? We don't know anything for sure. Of course we do! Pleasure Town is going to burn. All of it this time. Everyone you care about will leave or starve. Stop it! And Amelia doesn't even care! Uh, Least of all about she you. She was only listening to Miss oh, Wallace. Remy. She didn't agree to anything. You heard Amelia. She didn't say she was leaving. We, we don't her. know anything. We do, though. I... We know better. I, you and I. Don't we? I don't know. Oh, honey. Yes, you do. I'll ask her myself. You'll see. Melia? Melia! Remy, for heaven's sake, put a shawl on. You'll catch Tell your me what's death happening of- to Pleasure Town. What? What are you talking about? Miss Wallace, she was just here. 
She said the whole town is going... You're shaking all over. Here, take my shawl. I'm not cold. Of course you are. Look at you. Why don't we get you upstairs? I don't want to go... Remy, you you don't look well. You probably haven't been sleeping. Is that it? I feel fine. I think you should get some rest. Really? I'm just... I'm scared. Why would you be scared? Because of what that woman said. Remy, calm down. I won't. You're hysterical. I won't until you tell me what is going on. Control yourself. Another guest could walk in in any moment. Why won't you tell me? Because there's nothing to tell. Enid stopped in to, to share some gossip. That's not true. You were upset. No. You were going to call the clerk. Remy, no. She made you an offer. Remy. Took you outside so the two of you wouldn't be overheard. What did she offer you? What did you agree to? How do you know it wasn't just your stupid voices? What? You hear voices all the time, every day. How do you know you weren't just hearing the voices in your head? Because it it wasn't. What did you see? It couldn't have been. What did you see? I, I couldn't. I was at the top of the stairs. I could only hear... See what I mean? Madre mia. You'd have the whole town in panic over an imaginary conversation. No. The voices I hear aren't... Remy. I don't hear other people's voices. I just... I heard your voice, Melia. Your voice. You're telling me you heard a conversation that I didn't have. I heard you. You hear lots of things. I heard you. Remy, what you heard didn't happen. I heard you and Enid and I'm going to tell the clerk. If the clerk comes asking me questions, I'll tell him the same thing. Do you understand? But I heard you, Melia. It started with the sparrow, right? What? Your problems. It started with the little bird. Yes. And then the voices came later. Well, maybe this is just one more of the same. Now the voices sound like people you know. That's not... Remy, dear, how would you know? I... I don't... I don't... I'm sorry. It's all right. It will be all right, I promise. Maybe you should just get some rest. Clear your head. I have chores to finish up. And then I'll be in my office the rest of the day if you need me. Okay? Okay. I knew it! She's lying! Isn't she just... No, no she can't be. She would never lie to me. She's like a... Like a mother to you? Oh, pathetic. You believe She's that? She's never lied. That you know of. She'd never lie. You don't sound very confident. Maybe I... But I could have sworn... Don't you know what you heard with your own ears? I don't know. You really don't, do you? I don't know. What if what you heard was real? No. I don't know oh, that. You mean it was all in your head? I don't know. Remy. I don't know. A guest could walk in at any moment. Leave me alone. Shh, shh, shh. I'm here to help, remember? Then help me. You want my help? Yes. Hmm. Maybe you should take Amelia's advice. Clear your head. I should clear my head. Only one good place for that. Yes. Pleasure Town will return in a moment.
I must be careful how I tell this story. This story of my death. I must be careful because death is release and release is always soothing. There are deaths that are both sorrow and sweet. The end of a life long lived and lived well. And then there are other deaths that come far too early and the passing causes great distress for those who remain. But in both these deaths there is the same release and release is always soothing. I must be careful how I tell this story. I must be careful for you need to know that I did not wish for my death. I hoped to live long and longer still. And yet I will speak of my death, both with sorrow and with awe. I was alone. I was cold. And I was afraid. The morning of my death. There I am. Asleep. Fitful rest. Perhaps I can sense what's coming. Funny. The little things we don't notice when we were breathing. In an hour, I will wake, step out of my room, and hear the voice of a friend. All right. All right. And moments after that, the voice of my betrayer. Just your stupid voices. And after that, running. And then... Weeping, crumpled, and broken against a tree. Five, four, three, and last breath. It was too cold for my small frame. My heart did what it could, then did no more. A simple progression of events. The Remy that I was died from exposure. I knew that all was lost, but I was wrong. We did not travel here just to witness my death. First, you must know that I died. Know it as truth, and truth alone. But, of course, there was emotion. I was cold. I was alone. And I was afraid. In these journeys, I have brought the past to you. But now, I'll bring you into the past. You will live my final day. Move as I moved. Hear what I heard. It will not be pleasant. But I will be with you. Morning. Asleep. 
gentle rest. For the last time, I wake. There's no good reason you should leave this room. Ain't anything you need. Ain't nothing at all. Ain't anyone that needs you. We're leaving this room as soon as we're ready. Nothing for you, you fool. The sun will feel lovely, won't it? I do hope so. Might feel better than yesterday. It might. Might be better. <gasps> I guess we'll see. I tried to avoid their influence. I'm starving. So let's just get on with it, shall we? And let's eat alone. <sighs> better for everyone. But pieces always broke through. As soon as you walk into the room, everyone will leave. <sighs> They'll do no such thing. They have before. I was alone. I was cold. And I was afraid. So very afraid. Perhaps I did deserve to be sent away. Perhaps I did deserve to be alone. Perhaps the sparrow was right to leave me. It started with the sparrow, right? Amelia. Your problems. I do not blame her. It started with the little bird. Nor do I think ill of her. And then the voices came later. We all forget who we are. Well, maybe this is just one more of the same. We all succumb to fear. Remy, dear, how would you know? You can't feel what I feel. You can only hear. It's the best that I can do. But... If you could feel, you would feel panic. Don't you know what you heard with your own ears? I don't know. You really don't, do you? Voices without a body I could handle. They were separate, removed. I had made my peace with their intrusion, but if I could no longer separate them from the voices I knew to be real, then I would be lost, and I would be lost, and I would be lost. What if what you heard was real? No. I don't know that. I mean, it was all in your head. I could never trust again. Remy, dear. How would you know? I couldn't even trust myself. What if what you heard was real? How would you know? How would you know? What if what you heard was real? How would you know? Leave me alone! I'm here to help, remember? Then help me! You want my help? Yes! Maybe you should take Amelia's advice. Clear your head. All I needed to do was catch my breath. Stop and think beyond the immediate. But instead, I ran. I was just like the sparrow. Someone pressed my button and I flailed and cried. And then I collapsed from exhaustion. My last thoughts, I knew, deep within me I knew, 
I knew I needed the sparrow. An anchor against the undertow. I knew that life was more than I could handle. But I was wrong. Miss? Miss! Pleasure Town! We're here! Oh. I'll, um... I'll fetch your trunk down for you. You can... Collect yourself. Yes. Thank you. My former self, when I first arrived in Pleasure Town, I was beautiful, a mess, both from travel and from disquiet, but beautiful. Stronger than I would ever guess. I had such great hopes for the future. Some were realized, others were not. I weathered much in my short life. Abandonment, isolation, uncertainty. But any other life is not so different. I'm sure there is much in your life that rings familiar to mine. You are dynamic and deep. You have your own disassociation, your own overwhelming loudness. I did not wish for my death. I hoped to live long and longer still. And yet, in my death, there was sorrow and there was all. I knew that life was more than I could handle. But I was wrong. Pleasure Town listeners, this is Emily, senior producer of the show. I just wanted to thank you for coming back once again and joining us for Season 3, Episode 11. We're one episode away from the finale, and if you loved what you heard this week, we would really appreciate it if you could head over to iTunes and give us a rate and review. Your feedback, positive and negative, helps us to bring you the best audio drama possible. Plus, reviews are key to help us climb the charts. And if we climb the charts, we'll be more visible to potential listeners. You can also connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll get behind-the-scenes experiences and funny memes of baby animals in cowboy hats. Find even more ways to connect by visiting www.pleasuretownshow.com. We're always looking for fan art, fan fic, and suggestions. 
You are important to us. And now it's time to thank the extraordinary humans who made this episode possible. You are dynamic and deep. This episode of Pleasure Town was written by Gwen Fulcher and Aaron Cahoe and performed by Eve Rounds, Ruth Guerra, Susan Messing, Gwen Fulcher, Emily Modaff, and Greta Johnson. Audio designed by Aaron Cahoe. Our executive producers are Keith Ecker and Aaron Cahoe. Our senior producer is me, Emily Modaff. Our associate producers are Colin Wright, Lizzie Seidenstricker, Brady Guy, and Joe Courtney. Our staff writers are Sean Paris and Gwen Fulcher. Original music was composed and performed by River Rising's Megan Diger and Tim Hazen and engineered by Colin Ashmead Bobbitt. This has been a production of WBEZ Chicago. Start over for everything? Just this one? Okay. Good. Okay. This is the Remy song with the word silence. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.